Welcome back to the National Citizens Inquiry as we continue with day two of hearings in Saskatoon. I'm pleased to announce our first witness this afternoon is Stephanie Foster. Stephanie, can I begin by asking you to state your full name for the record and spell your first and last name, please? Stephanie Foster, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-F-O-S-T-E-R. And Stephanie, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Now, just to introduce you to people, is you have um, worked as a legal assistant in the past? Yes. And then you um, went on to become a teacher assistant? Yes. And you've kind of been, had been back and forth between Ontario because the father of your children live in Saskatoon? Yes. Okay. Now... When you were a teacher assistant, my understanding is, is there was a requirement by your employer that you get vaccinated? Yes, I had to get vaccinated or I wasn't able to do my job. Okay, can you tell us what happened with your vaccination? I had to get vaccinated or I would lose my job. And then also at the time, my uncle had terminal cancer, so my family wanted us to get my children and I vaccinated so we could come see our family, as well as my children needed to fly back and forth from Ontario to Saskatchewan, so they needed to be vaccinated to fly back and forth. Right. No. So what happened to you personally after you were vaccinated? After I was vaccinated the first time? Yeah, so maybe tell us about both shots. Pardon? Tell us about um, both shots. Both shots? Yeah. Okay, so my second shot, I had got it on July 11th, 2021. And after that, uh, on August 13th, 2021, I had a seizure. And I do have epilepsy, however, and my last seizure was in 1999. So I do believe that the COVID shot has given me seizures again or brought them back. Right, and I'll just put that in perspective. When you last had a seizure, you were 18. Yes. And you're now 40. It was 22 years between the two. Right. Okay. And then I also had my first booster shot the end of January of 2022 and the end of February of 2022 I had a seizure again and both times of those seizures I had also lost my license. Right, so the the motor vehicle branch would take away your license because they're they're worried you have epilepsy again. Yes. Now, did you have um, a problem after your second shot with blacking out and falling down? Yes, I would get dizzy sometimes. I still do and have blackouts and fall down just not really shaking like seizures, but 
just episodes that just don't make any sense. Okay, and <clears throat> when you say blackout, just basically you lose the ability to see, or, or what are you describing when you say blackout? Um, yeah, blackouts sometimes where I just can't see, and sometimes I'll have a blackout where I'll just fall down. And had that ever happened to you before you were vaccinated? No. So that was something that was brand new? Yes. Now, <clears throat> your mother's deceased now, but her name was Carol Pierce? Yes. And <clears throat> my understanding is, is that um, your mother Carol was at shop Shoppers Drug Mart to get um, basically her booster shot? Yes. And <clears throat> can you tell us, tell us what your experience of that was? Um, visiting me at my house that day and she had asked me if I would go with her to get the booster shot and I had begged her not to get it and told her that I believe it was giving me seizures and um she said she wanted to get it because she felt she needed to keep up with the Joneses. And she just felt like it was something she had to do to keep everybody safe. And so she went and I had given her a birthday present that day, an early birthday present and she was supposed to come back after her shot. So she left, and when she was at Shoppers, right after she got the shot, she texted me and told me she was waiting her 15 minutes. And um, I said, good job. And then, um, I think it was about seven minutes later, um, she died. What, what's the next thing that, that happened with you? Because so, your mother obviously stopped texting. How did you find out that there was something wrong? My brother phoned me. And he told me, this was about 45 minutes after my mom left my house. My brother phoned me and said, mom's in an ambulance. And the ambulance driver said, get to the hospital and expect the worst. And my brother said, he's on his way to pick me up. And I just started screaming, no, no, this isn't right. And they picked me up. And all the way to the hospital, I prayed to God that she was alive. 
Then I got to the hospital and right away I asked them, I want to go see my mom and they wouldn't let me in. And they kept telling me I had to wait, I had to wait. And I just didn't understand why I had to wait. And they told me I had to wait for a social worker. So I didn't understand because I thought, you know, a nurse would just come and bring me to her. So I just had a feeling right then that something wasn't right. So finally a social worker came and took us into this room and told me that a doctor was going to come and talk to us. So I just had a feeling right then that it wasn't good, it wasn't good. And so I was just, I couldn't stop crying. And two doctors came into the room. All I heard was the one doctor said, she's gone. I didn't hear anything else of what the doctor's saying because my mind just blacked out. I just started crying hysterically. And I just said, I want to see my mom. So a lady took me to see my mom. And I just laid there with my mom. And I kept telling her to wake up. She wouldn't wake up. And then the doctors said I could stay with her until the coroner came. And then the coroner came and she sat beside me and I kept saying, I was screaming out loud to the doctors, to the coroner, to everybody, saying, the shot killed my mom. The shot killed my mom. Like there was no way the shot did not kill my mom. My mom was healthy. She was super healthy. There was no health problems with my mom at all. When she left my house that day, she was perfectly fine. And then she got that shot. And then she died. Seven minutes after, she died. And I see her in the hospital right after, and she was gone. And so I kept telling them, it was the shot, it was the shot. And the coroner hadn't even looked at my mom, hadn't even touched my mom. She just sat there right beside me in the chair. And I said, no, it's the shot. And the coroner said, no, it's natural causes. And I knew right then, you're lying. You're lying to me. There's no way you know that. Sorry, I turned my mic off. Um, <clears throat> there's actually video footage of your mother coming to your house that day and then leaving that day. Yes. Just because your neighbor had has a security camera that's motion sensor. Yeah. Okay, and I'm, I'm just going to find those. And so, David, can it be set up so that uh, my computer is showing up on the screen? I'm just going to go back to the beginning. So this is, that's your mother there in the red yeah. jacket? 
And so that's her coming to your house that day. And I'm just going to play it again because you, you've told us that she's healthy and it, it looks like she's just walking normally. And now I'm going to play the video of your mother leaving. And so this will just be minutes. This is be on her way to Shoppers Drug Mart. And I'll just play that again. And, and again, I just want people to watch to see she appears to be just a healthy, normal person. And so that's what, that's what you were describing, is just your mother was a normal, healthy person at the time. Yeah. Now, after, um, <coughs> excuse me, after this happened, um, some people reached out to you on Facebook. Am I right about that? Yes. And um, I'm just, David, if, if you can just pull up my computer screen again. So now you sent me basically a, um, a Facebook string, and this is from your phone, am I right? Yes. Okay, and I'm just going to scroll down. This is actually the text conversation, the last text conversation you had with your mother. Yeah. So, um, so she had texted you on this thing, book your COVID shot and come with me, shoppers on Herald. And you text back, I don't want another one. And she texts, okay. And then you text, you coming over. And she says, waiting the 15 minutes, LOL. And you say, good job. And she says, thanks. And that's the last communication you ever had with your mother. Yeah. And I'm sorry to be upsetting you with this, but we so appreciate you sharing. And I, I'm just going to scroll down a little more because this Wendy Jansen reached out to you on Facebook. <coughs> and... So my understanding is, is a, a few people reached out to you on Facebook who, you know, either were there or, you know, had heard about what happened from others who were there? Yes. And, um, and I expect there was, there was more conversation than this. Um, but Wendy Jansen writes to you on Facebook, three days ago in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, a friend's grown daughter was standing in line with her son at the pharmacy. They saw a long line of people waiting for the needle. A woman received the needle and collapsed immediately. Help arrived quickly and she could not be revived. Everyone else just stayed in the lineup for their turn. And am I correct that you, you heard that from other sources also, that basically people stayed in line um, to continue getting the, the shot. Yes. And I'm also going to play, it's, it's difficult to hear, um, but it's the 911 recording. And, and Stephanie, you sent me one. I clipped the talking before and after, so we're just down to the 911 clip. Um, it's difficult to hear, but I just want to play it because you sent it because they actually refer to the, sh the COVID shot. As, as being a cause. So, um, David, you might have to crank the volume up, but I'm just going to start playing that. And I apologize, everyone, it is a little difficult. 
That didn't work, did it? Do you have that 9111? That's not the... So we'll let David play it on his system. This one didn't work very well. And I'm sorry, Stephanie, I know that's difficult to hear that. But I thank you for sharing that. So that was at least the paramedics indicating that they believed it was, or reporting that it was the COVID shot. Um, and I appreciate they're not doctors. But yeah, thanks, David. <laughs> so um, now something else happened, and that, w that followed afterwards, because this created a bit of a discussion in Saskatoon, because um, people were concerned about what happened to your mother. And my understanding is a so a couple of days after um, your mother died, somebody went to the pharmacy with just kind of the intention of seeing how they were going to, you know, respond to questions about your mother. Does that sound right? right? Yeah. And, um, and you were able to get a copy of this and you've sent this to us? Yes. Okay. So, David, I'll ask you to play that. And so just so people understand, this is not Stephanie. This is somebody else who's just decided to go back to the pharmacy and see how they would respond. Well, first of all, you know, um, the first question and answer, listen carefully to, it's really interesting. Do you guys do COVID shots here? We do. We okay. don't do walk-ins. It's oh. an appointment. Yeah. Okay. If you want, I can give you um, our QR code and you can sign up for okay. appointment. Um, I have a question yeah. regarding the safety of it. Have you had any issues? Um, recently with anybody? Um, yeah, I mean, like, there is a possibility for side effects. Like, what kind of side effects? Um, sore arm, yeah, fever, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I heard that somebody died here two days ago. Oh, we're not right commenting after on that. Yeah. Why? Like uh, if if I want to get a shot, shouldn't I know these things we're, first? We're not commenting on that. That's what my manager told us. So. But don't when you have to get a medicine, isn't don't you have to let people know the that's the a patient privacy issue? I'm not allowed to inform you on that issue. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna hold off because I heard somebody died. So no. Um, Stephanie, you've shared with us symptoms that you had following the shots um, before your mother died, but my understanding is it's just actually um, just the mental shock and grief of what happened has kind of led to some further medical complications. Yes. Can you share with us um, those, please? I've gone through quite a bit of trauma 
uh, when my mom first passed for at least the first four months. Um, I was basically numb. I couldn't accept the fact that my mom was gone. I couldn't sleep. I maybe could get an hour sleep. Um, I couldn't take care of myself. I couldn't take care of my kids. Um, I just, I have severe fibromyalgia, um, severe PTSD. Um, I just, my health is just deteriorated so badly. I've gained a lot of weight. Um, I've just basically gone completely downhill. And I've had um, a period where I went three weeks where I couldn't even talk, I couldn't even walk. And if I did talk, I sounded like a robot and it would hurt to talk. And I went to the hospital twice they didn't know what was wrong with me. They did CAT scans. They did all kinds of tests. They just sent me home with pain meds. And I saw three different doctors in the walk-in clinic. Same thing. They looked me over. They didn't know what was wrong with me. Sent me home with pain meds. So I was scared. My family was scared. We all thought that I was never going to get my speech back, that I would never be able to walk again. I was looking into sign language and had my kids look into sign language. And then eventually I started slowly being able to speak again. And um, slowly being able to walk again. Still a little bit difficult to walk. And now the doctors are saying that I need surgery done on my spine. So it's just one thing after another after another. And it's just, they say, the doctors, I've been to a neurologist, I've been to every kind of doctor except a psychiatrist because every doctor I go to says I need to see a psychiatrist. And now the problem is that I don't have a psychiatrist I can see yet. When we were watching that um, video that somebody had done when they went back to the pharmacy, and you know they asked if there's any side effects, and the lady said, um, yeah, basically soreness in the arm and fever. Um, <coughs> that would have, I, I know that would have upset you to hear. Um, if you could say something to the pharmacy concerning your mother, what, what message would you have for them? I want to know why they didn't help her. Why didn't anybody help her? Why did everybody just stand in line doesn't make any sense. 
I feel like she could have been helped. I feel like she could have been saved. I was told by people that everybody just stood there and by the time somebody came there, they checked her pulse and there was no pulse. I believe that if somebody got to her right away instead of everybody just standing around, they could have done CPR and brought her back. Right, and, and I understood it's been reported to you um, by several people that the line just kept going forward and people kept getting jabbed. Yes, like they, they just, I feel like they just left her there like she was nothing. Like she was just a nobody, like, come on, next. Who's next? Come on, let's just get on with it. And that breaks my heart so badly. And then it was like afterwards when the doctors and everybody is saying natural causes. No, she did not die from natural causes. And that makes me very upset because I felt like they just wanted to brush my mom under the rug. And that was it. No, my mom is a person and a wonderful person. And she should not just be brushed under the rug and forgotten about and say natural causes because nobody wants to say that she died from the COVID shot. And she did. Do you know what they listed on the death certificate as cause of death? They said that she had a massive heart attack and that she died instantly. My mom never had anything wrong with her heart, ever. And thank you, I have no further questions, but the commissioners might have some questions for you. Thank you very much for your very touching testimony. Did you ask for an autopsy for your mother? Pardon me? Did you ask to get an autopsy? Yes. Do you get, did you get the result? Uh, my brother has it. And what does it say? It says, um, I believe it says massive heart attack. I haven't got to actually see the report. Is there a plan to do further investigation in, their, in, in the tissue of her heart to find out what triggered it? I'm not sure because my brother has the actual documents and I haven't been able to get access to them. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm sorry for your loss. Did you get anybody at the drugstore reach out to you at all? Pardon? Did anyone at the drugstore reach out to you? No. Thank you. Thank you. So we have no further questions. Um, Stephanie, I actually very commend your bravery to come here. I know that it was difficult. And on behalf of the National Citizens Inquiry, I sincerely thank you for sharing this with us.
Thank you.